It's a good show. Welcome to your Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual Healing. In the movie A Star is Born, that is Gaga's big opening number, I guess you would Lady say. Gaga, right. uh, Lady Gaga, and uh, they're singing The Shallow. And yeah. I don't remember the words, I just remember the way she sings it, yeah. because I listened to it's it. It's a good song. It's a great song. So you yeah. guys saw the movie, I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. and and it's interesting. Uh, this movie is, has become a big hit, and yeah. music has become a big hit, and um, it seems so huge among gay guys, and it, and it has been well, for a while. rightfully so. No, rightfully so. It's... Yeah. it's, uh, it's um, Absolutely deserves it. But yeah. yeah, it's been like a talking point. I feel like everyone's been talking about it, including very much so on the internet, for a while. And uh, the movie has gay appeal for a plethora of reasons, starting with the fact that it's Lady Gaga's, not her film debut. Or is it her film debut? It is her, I believe it is her film debut, yeah. She kills it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's uh, I was interested in seeing it personally because I didn't think it was going to be a train wreck by any stance. I just thought this will be a week. It'll be weird. I thought it would be, like, weird and campy and just weird. Yeah. Well, see, like, I think Michael put it best that he, like, my, my boyfriend, Mike, he, he, you walk in and you, you you think, like, you're going in for Lady Gaga. You're expecting Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga performance, and you're going to be blown away and whatever. But then you leave sort of shocked that you were lost in it, that you actually believed that it, this, that like, you believe Lady Absolutely. Gaga is this character. You believe uh. Bradley Cooper, even, in this character. Oh, I, I actually had, I didn't. He's a good actor, but I never forgot that it was Bradley Cooper. Yeah, you Cooper, don't forget that it's Bradley Cooper, but, you forget but, that... but you're in it with her, yeah. with him. Well, I think it's because, you know, uh, Lady Gaga obviously isn't known for being an actress. And she also, she's a beautiful woman. But she is but... kind of. What? I mean, for... she is, well, she's she's a Golden Globe winning actress for, um, for American Horror Story. Um, but she also, like... Her performances are all very theatrical. It's very active, acting based. I mean, she basically is a walking actress, and every with every album that comes out. But no one, I wouldn't have guessed that she was really, really good. Yeah, like and really surprising. Mm-hmm. I was expecting something kind of campy. There was something. There's a there's a moment in the beginning of the film, which this doesn't give away anything. Um, and this is the fourth remake of the film, so. Yeah. Fuck you for spoilers, um, but uh, it's it, where her and Bradley Cooper are in the back of this drag bar, um, and she just performed. Uh, she's the only girl that is allowed to perform at the drag bar, which you know you would expect someone like Lady Gaga to be the only girl allowed to perform at a drag bar. And she has these, you know, drag queens block out their eyebrows and put on fake eyebrows, and she put on sort of Edith Piaf sort of eyebrows, these tiny little eyebrows. Oh, so it's a reference. It's a reference, mm. and and she is hiding her eyebrows and he wants to take them off and he does that but she's embarrassed by how they're blocked so she's like holding her hand to her forehead to, and she's embarrassed about it and in some weird way it was like it was endearing to see that with Lady Gaga yeah, because I, you, yeah. don't, you don't see her like that 
ever. Well, also to Brent's point, she's the a lot of what she says, a lot, the the gist of her in the movie of her character, but also her is that she's not beautiful. Yeah, she, she talks about her nose. She says my nose. She she talks about saying I, people don't want to hear me. Sing, they only want to hear me sing. They don't want to see me sing. Yeah, and it becomes that is also a fascinating part of the movie. And I know it's been obviously the point from every you know move remake before it, but it's really interesting to watch an. A, a, a pop star, in, in, you know, uh, embrace yeah. be, being critical of her face, it, and it's and it's in, it's just an interesting thing, and I think that also probably is part of the queer appeal too. Well, uh, yeah, of, of course, but it's also wasn't Barbara Streisand like famous for mm-hmm. doing that? Though? Yeah, 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 As and well. well, all the films. But were you're like right. That. Obviously, most pop stars don't talk about their flaws. exactly. Yeah, but I mean, course. Lady Gaga again is known for you know. Just hiding her face. She's known yeah, for totally. hiding herself in her her performances and her costumes. And on some level, you could you could see like it's almost like Lady Gaga. Well, I, for me, in watching a movie, uh, my mark of sort of a great performance or a great movie is if I can't imagine really anyone, anyone else, else doing it. doing this part. Yeah. And in watching the film, I was like, no one else but Lady Gaga could have done this role. Right now, in this time, Diane, per- Diane Weist. Diane Weist. <laughs> Diane Weist. You know, Alan, you know she could have pulled it Two off. Two time Academy Award winner, Diane and, Weist. And Diane Weist as Allie. Yes. You know what I will say, and this is not really, this is nothing to do with like gay stuff or queer stuff, but the person who blew me away with their acting in the movie, Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. Oh, was he good? He was great, and I despise him. Well, see, I, everyone's ranting about how great Andrew Dice Clay was. <laughs> I don't think there was. Already. I don't think there was much to be great about. He literally just had to play a dope dad who loved his daughter and yeah, clearly but, was probably a widow. And he, was, it was an easy role. He just had to be like, "Well, she's amazing. I love her. No, I, love I her. mean, you know, I could have been a singer someday too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could have been a singer. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, yes, but but." He manages to do it in a way that is weirdly touching and feels I mean, real, even he though he loves her. But it's still it's Andrew Dice Clay who's like fuck her in the ass, like yeah. it's like him. Yeah. He's like fuck yeah. her, I'm the pussy. And it's like yeah. oh wow, he's yeah. acting like grounded and yeah. and yeah. nuanced and What's emotional. What's different about this about the her version that's different from the other ones is that Bradley Cooper's character, like every character in all the other versions, the man's an alcoholic and he has a problem. And uh-huh. the whole thing is that like he is the famous one, he's the accomplished one, and he. He sees this starlet who who isn't really getting any attention at all, and he basically introduces her to the world, and she becomes bigger than him on so many levels, and his alcoholism and his demons take over, and, you know, it, it ruins him. Mm-hmm. And in the other films, you know, they all had, like, you know, the guy, when she won the Oscar, this is Judy Garland version, when she won the Oscar, he came up drunk on stage and ruined her Oscar speech. And in the Barbara Streisand one, it was, like, an award ceremony thing. And in this one, it's the Grammys. And it's, it's, all, it's all, those all happen. But what's different about this one is that he goes to rehab. And in the other films, there was no talk ever of the man cleaning trying up to do, yeah, or trying to get himself, better or right. trying to uh-huh. fix himself or being vulnerable in any capacity. Mm-hmm. And in this one, you have that scene of the two of them at rehab, and she keeps saying, it's a disease. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. I think that the two deserved nominations for supporting actors in that movie are first— that and dog okay. is beautiful. And is by the way, it's Bradley Cooper's dog, I found out. Oh. So cute. Oh, you told me that. And then um, the other one is Sam Elliott's mustache. Yeah, that thing yeah, is insane. He's had killer. that for a long time. Long time. Yeah. I guess my, so my main takeaway is, Brent, do you think you'll see the movie now? 
Okay. No, why would I see the movie? <laughs> Do you think she'll win an Oscar? Mm-hmm. For song or for acting? Acting. Well, see, I don't think she'll win for acting, but I think she'll win for song. I feel like, my again, I, I don't follow movies very closely. I only go to movies that are like events yeah. or whatever. Yeah, me too. But the reason that I think she'll win the, the Oscar is because they are so hungry for ratings. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Truly, like, they're so hungry for ratings that it's like, yeah. Let's it's, do it's it. It's also a good story. It's like a comeback. Exactly. It yeah. happened yeah. to share. It did. Oh, it did. Oh, yeah. yeah for she Moonlight, won an Oscar right? for, for oh. Moonstruck. 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 Yeah. Moonlight. She won for Moonlight. Yeah, she was in, she was in Moonlight. <laughs> she, was in Moonlight. <laughs> she, she played the the, the eight year old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. We're here with Andy Beckerman and Naomi Paragon from the podcast Couples Therapy. Hey. hey, couples therapy. Also, the live show. Hey, couples therapy. <laughs> the live show, couples therapy, which we've all done. Sure. Yes, it's been so much fun. I had such a blast on it. And I, Brent and I show. were a couple That's on right. it. That's even right. Though we have, all different types of couples. You've all done different it in different permutations. Yeah. Yes. Although now yeah, yeah. we need. Elliot and H. Allen. We oh, do it together. Absolutely. Yeah. I, don't think I, feel, I don't think I feel comfortable about that. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I don't, I'm we would probably talk a lot about The View. Is there? Oh, here's oh a question. God, that would be yes. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Hold on, Andy. Uh, Hold on. Hold on one second. Are, yeah. are there different permutations of your friendship where one is jealous of the other two? Well, we have different. I mean, I our friends. So. We have a group friendship, clearly, but we also. I think individually have friendships as well. They're that very are, like politically minded. Yeah. So like them. we have a separate sort of conversation going, but you and I have a whole separate conversation going about right. like the view and like <laughs> random gay shit that makes us angry. <laughs> and I, I, mean, I actually I will say that I actually don't like either of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it lines yeah, up. Don't care for Feels them. on game. For He's you. in it for the attention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think. Can I just point out how like this is so Andy? He has been invited to y'all podcast and he opened with a question to y'all and it'll be like. Could you let them establish? Well, every podcast is really just an experience in vanity. So, like, I mean, we're, so about true. we're about it. We're about it. That's true. all the questions. That's a great yeah. name for an R&B yeah. band. Yeah. Experience yeah. in vanity. Yeah. <laughs> well, ultimately, I mean, I think Andy actually makes a good point. It's the idea that there are different types of couples. And even as friends, we perform on your what? show yeah. as different types of couples. And um, you guys have been together for quite a long time. Eight and a half. Yeah. Wow. Eight and a half. And you are wow. engaged. We are to be wed one day. I remember when you you came out to L.A. for something and you guys had just gotten together and we had gone to dinner. I mean, it's insane. I know. It's really crazy. A lot of ups and downs. Yeah. A real journey together. (laughs) I mean, mean, not us as a couple as much as just like us in these like careers and lives and the hustle and the hell world outside. Exactly. But you you have cats. We are co-parenting. They do bond you. It It does. It keeps us... us, um, it's in our Twitter bios. We're co-parenting cats. Two cats. Two. They were uh-huh. Andy's, uh-huh. and I stepped in as a stepmother, who mm-hmm. I think they would just call mom. Uh, yeah. I remember yeah. still when I bumped into you in New York at one point. You were <laughs> oh. you were carrying a purse full of cat medicine. Oh no, no, that's I love your memory of it. Uh, I bumped into Elliot <laughs> in the middle of dropping off a cat stool sample. Right. So what I had was a purse full of cat poop. Cat poop. <laughs> right. That is so <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's so funny when like you get so Michael and I, my boyfriend, are in the same situation that like I had Frazier, my cat, before. He came into the picture. Michael came into the picture. But now Frazier, I mean, he's such like a dad to Frazier that Frazier ate like some some string or something. And it was like caught in his butt. And we literally had to pull it out of his, his butt. And it was just such like a moment of like, yeah, we're a couple now. Like a really yeah. wow. match. This is what we do together. Yeah. 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 Well, here's a question, though. Yeah. So Naomi and I have talked about this. What happens if, God forbid, 
we split up. She thinks that she would get one of the cats and I would get the other cat. And no, I go, no, no, no way. I definitely, they're, my, they're still my cats. When I had a breakup where I was like, you're never going to see Atticus again. Oh, he's going to miss about, you. Oh, I was you very, very upset. Seeing see, your dog. No, I was worried about my dog missing my ex. Uh, I don't, think, uh, I don't think your dog saw any warmth in your ex. I believe, he did not. <laughs> I believe he did not. I don't know if, like, if, if God forbid Michael ever left me for a, you know, moderately overweight um, white homosexual comedian. <laughs> I, with frosted tips, right with now. frosted yeah. tips. I, um, no, it's full on bleach. Thanks. Um, I don't think he would give a fuck about Fraser because I, I I know him well enough that he just wants no stuff in his life, no responsibilities. Yeah. Like I love you, Fraser, but bye, bitch. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. the same way too. I very you know I'm an only child, and I don't. Andy is adjusting my He's bangs adjusting to keep me bangs. classy for the room. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, but also, I also am someone who's I've always just balked at responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Or, but um, and so I think if not for Andy already having cats, I don't know if I would have said let's get a pet because yeah. it adds structure right into your life a little bit. And yeah, does did it as a couple? Did that change your relationship? Did it like adjust it in any way because you didn't have cats beforehand, but now you have two cats yeah. with your your jubu? Right. Again, I'm not. That's your term yeah, that you've. I, I shouldn't. No, no, no. It's it okay like, if you say it in my presence. Yes. Uh, you know? <laughs> So, yes. It's when people say, you know, that is copyrighted, right? It is so copyrighted. It's when people yes. say it without her explicit permission. <laughs> yes. That's where the problem well, is. I mean, no, that's a good question. Does that, like, did it change things? Did it cement the relationship in any way? Hell yeah. I'm going to say exactly when, Andy. Okay. Remember that time you had got them bed bugs. Ooh. You're oh. on the other oh. side. Uh, yeah, I know where this is going. And I had to take the cats. Yeah. Oh. Like, we weren't living together yet. And it was like, okay, if I'm going to get this place, like, fumigate it and do everything, the cats can't be here. Naomi, yeah. will you watch these cats? And yeah. it was about a week, right? How early in your relationship was that? Oh, real, real early. Like, in less the, than a year. Yeah. Wow. Did I say less than a year? I knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah, I think we got it. I it was we all got. I think the listeners. It was got less it. than an ear's did worth you guys of time. Have a lot of like courting time, or was it just? Did you go all right? Well, there was like a lot of weird courting time. Tell a lot us of more. like, of of like, you know, Andy repressed, can't say his feelings because he doesn't know how to express. Sure. There's something going on in his chest. Yeah. There is some. There's, there's, right. there's a warm. There's a warm. Notice, warmth. notice, I'm using third person because this person. Who I was is so foreign to me yeah. at this yeah. point yeah. that it is Eight that it really years. is like a third like oh hmm. this is another stage like like a a butterfly I'm the butterfly <laughs> yeah. and that was the that, the repressed Andy yeah, was this was well, the pupa was the was the goo yeah. <laughs> and then childhood Andy was the was the caterpillar so wait anyway so. <laughs> What? You're looking at me. No, I'm just going to say, like, you asked me out for the first time via Facebook message. Uh, and that lets you know oh, about the group. Were you creeping on her Facebook? But via Facebook message, we're like... Creeping? I didn't think yeah, I was looking. Date. I don't think I was creeping. creeping. You don't have to look on someone's face. That's I the whole point of Facebook. You can creep. You can creep. I didn't yeah, masturbate were... to her pictures. <laughs> that's creeping. That's offensive. <laughs> to me, that's creeping. No. If I was that's like... sweet. That's oh, it's... These pictures at Naomi in New Zealand get me real hard. calls it creeping. No, and if you're like if you jerk off to you their slide picks, into like, someone's oh, cute. You slide into someone's DM. It's not creeping. Creepy's not a bad thing. You're just looking through a profile, being like, "Oh, she cute." Like, was that the first interaction, or do you guys know each other before? Why that? is that creeping? 
He's well, creep, I mean, he's not, not saying bad. creeping in, in, in a detriment. Yeah, it's like a yeah. good thing. Yeah, I say choose another verb. You're saying in the TLC way. You're not going to have to normalize my term. Creeping is a fine word. Yes. What are you saying? I loved it. Now, would you like some sweet tea while I creep on your Facebook page? Who is that? So, wait, bring us back. You've. How did you discover. You're soon to be, not that soon to be, but eventual. Yeah. Madeer and life. I were in, uh, at UCB, there's a show called The Lottery. where they Comedy pluck, theater in New York. Uh, and Los Angeles. Uh-huh. It's a bi-coastal comedic experience. Is it Chicago, too? <laughs> and no, there's no. one in Topeka. They made a, oh. they made a deal with uh, <laughs> oh, I.O. Oh, and Second I. City to stay the f*** out. I don't know why I just censored so myself. So we met there. And so they, they picked students at random to do a, a Harold to do an improv show with uh, some of the house team members. And so Naomi and I were in the same show together. And I did the first beats of the Harold. And Naomi did the second beats. And I clocked her. I'm like, she's cute. She's funny. Oh. You met in an improv class? <laughs> well, I know. Can you imagine? Holy it was never meant to be. Shit. It was never Not a meant class. to be. It, Holy it was a show. shit! Right? Yes, it was, yeah. a, it was, it it was like, a true performance. It was I mean, one but it's rehearsal, still improv, which is one you guys saw each other at your most. Raw, vulnerable, vulnerable, sad, yeah. sad? darkest yeah. time. Let's just call it at your worst, like at right. your lowest. Here's, a, here's another thing yeah. that I really like about you guys. One of my, one of the things I like the most about my parents is that uh, I think they're genuine soulmates. They've been together. I think they just celebrated forty years together. Oh my god! Wow. But I found out that they. Um, Dated and lived together for seven years before they decided to get married, I mean, which I think is really atypical for that at that universally. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was atypical is. for a couple in the '60s. I think so, right. absolutely. Yeah. 70s. And I just and I remember asking them about it once, and my mom was like, "We just really wanted to be sure that we were the right." person for each other which is so bizarre to hear from yeah. your parents because you're like you guys spend almost every waking moment together <laughs> yeah and and it's just strange to think that they and they lived together for seven years before they were like let's finally you know commit and then they then they lived together for another like five years before they had oh kids. wow so i think they were together for like 12 years before they had any kids wow, wow. that's amazing Maybe i'm fudging some of the numbers but you get it yeah. I've always... and you, but but you guys are you've you've kind of done that you've lived together for a, a while now right yeah i mean it was always the living together was the bigger uh, hurdle for me. How long like, did you were you dating before you moved in together? Two years and change. Oh mm-hmm. wow! Yeah. Right. What is that? Yeah. Short or long? I'm, I I I usually think it's like a year after dating. You talk about moving in. I, mean, I think that's pretty customary. Same, I did that, and I feel like it was just <laughs> way too yeah. soon. A year can be quick, but, but I think it's different for every couple. Yeah, I mean, I'm just curious. Michael and I moved in together literally like six months after mm. being together. So like it's you know it's just different. Mm-hmm. You know. And you guys waited. You were together for two years before doing that. Yeah. Well, I think this was both our first real adult relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. So we. Had, I mean, I had like long monogamous relationships <laughs> before, but they were like. I was about to say shitty. That's not true. Yeah. If any, just in case they are listening. If any ex-girlfriend, <laughs> I was shitty in them. How's that? That's the. Yeah. That's the real way. I love an accurate retelling of history. <laughs> you're a white man wait, telling history shitty? as it happened. <laughs> how are you shitty? How I you? just repressed, not able to yeah. like actually. Again, like there's something rumbling yeah. behind this there sternum, is. but what does that mean in words? You're like most straight dudes. straight guys yeah. are really <laughs> sure. bad at emoting. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, I mean, the cl- it's, so are a lot of gay dudes. A stere- oh, for sure. Yeah. and there's also some women who I men in general. You know, yeah, women are, as well. That's what we call toxic masculinity. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a it's a uh, existential Iron Maiden that the goes prison. around your soul. It's a prison. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think I missed that boat. I've never had a problem emoting. <laughs> sure. Um, so now, um, as a couple, what? I guess a, a question that I wanted to ask you guys is: What do you think is a uni- What do you think is universal about coupledom? And this is open to everybody on the floor. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything universal about it in terms of uh you know it changes culture by culture and time period by time period but there are some i mean at least for our time period i would say there's some generalities about a good couple oh see i was gonna say i think the one of the things like the truth of coupledom that i think i didn't know obviously until i've been in a long relationship but the truth is that like it is work mm, in yeah. a way that I never thought it was supposed to be. Did you work in a relationship before this like you did with Andy? No, because my long relationship before Andy was eight months. Mm-hmm. So like, I come in hot emotionally. Mm, so, yeah, yeah we're going to like... Yes. Ha- <laughs> we're gonna have like intensity and sure. conversations, but eye they're, contact. They're, Ooh, <laughs> I'm uncomfortable already. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. thank you. No. Getting into it, Andy. Do not bore into Brent's. Soul. Andy's burning his eyes into Brent's <laughs> peepers. Do not do it. Um, it's hard work, though. It, it is. is. Isn't yeah. it crazy how how much work goes into it that I feel like, from my experience, isn't spoken about too often. It's almost as if it's. There's a there's a there's a, uh, a a flowing a flow to how relationships there's an ebb and flow to yeah. relationships but nobody seems to talk about it out I loud. Could, I couldn't agree more. Like I was in fact I literally wrote it down as you were saying it, which is like I've l- listening to my friends over the last few years who are pairing off, getting married now. Almost every single one of them will be at one point will say it is so fucking hard. It's yeah. so hard to kind of have a kid or buy a house and all these things when, you know. And those are the um, tent poles. I'm talking even about yeah. the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I we mean, get Taco Bell? Do we get Burger King? Right. <laughs> we have that problem How many lot. tenders do you want in your tender pack? <laughs> tender pack? I haven't had, I haven't had ten, Burger King I in 15 years. Michael's <laughs> always ordering like a 10-piece chicken McNugget, and I'm like, just make it a 20. We're going to do it. I thought he eats yeah. like the... He eats more than that. No, we have, he orders a number three quarter pound, double quarter pounder with cheese, and then we get the 20 chicken nuggets to share between the two of us, but I usually eat most of the chicken nuggets. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I took a number three the other day. Yeah? Woof. Mm. Delicious. I was, oh no, I took. what? What do you mean woof? Number one and number two. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, God. You're a mess. It's a lot. Here's the thing. The the cultural expectations of what a relationship should be are that it's supposed to be easy, because all, all media tells us that and when you have uh, all of television and music and uh, <laughs> cinema uh, flashing that message at you and it and the reality of life doesn't line up with that that's probably where all the like yeah. all the you know er, all people who are sorry I'm hitting my hands again, again <laughs> right, I, look, I've only recently learned how to use how to understand emotions guys so <laughs> so there's hands so involved. there's a lot of hand motions <laughs> right. a lot, lot of, of like shaking things but it also depends I think on your sort of definition of what is hard because like the things that are in our work in a relationship like the things that fucking annoy me about Michael are also the things that I kind of love about Michael like it's like the the work that goes oh that's in, sweet I mean, very no, sweet no but it is it is very sweet. like it's like like he he fucking watches these YouTube videos while I'm watching TV like on his phone and it's just so mind numbing annoying but yet at the same time it's also like I don't mind it I like it like it's, yeah. it's like the the little things the things that annoy you I also wouldn't want to not have around do you guys fight 
Yeah. Oh, totally. I think, though, <clears throat> the thing that has helped us, and I, th- I will say, too, this move to L.A. in the last year and change has been a huge stressor, the way any move is and sure. change of pace. and also Any transition is tough. Right. And also, I will say, too, we're around between, you know, we are doing the podcast together. We do a, a live show. Exactly. And we're each other's main friend yeah. Yeah. here in a way yeah. we weren't in New York. like yeah. we, we were, but we had other people. Uh, you know, I think the saving grace has been our honesty with each other. Like what I think we've always had is like, I don't like you today. Yeah, <laughs> and, but knowing that that is very much when I say I don't like it, I mean today. Yes, yeah. making sure it's not catastrophe. Is this the wrong relationship? Yeah, or have I just seen yeah. your face too fucking? That point though is so scary because why? Because what, exactly what Naomi yes, said, <laughs> the catastrophe of it all is so terrifying. The idea I've always been terrified in a relationship of the. Uh, the end of it? Yeah, the possible end just hinging all the mm-hmm. time. But, like, that's the risk of a relationship. Exactly. Thus, it being <laughs> so terrifying. That is, yeah. I get that in the Can same way imagine? that I fear death. But, yes. I fear that I fear endings, period. But it's the same uh-huh. way. You still drive a car, but you could still die in that, or that could end really badly. Right, but it wouldn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Isn't it scary, the idea, and I'm asking you guys, too, everybody. Isn't it scary, the idea that, like, you're in a relationship, things be going great, and then there's a fight? And it's like, I, I'm the opposite, where I'm literally by, like, the second date, and I'm like, well, what's the point? We're not going to get married. Right. <laughs> you know? Yes. Oh, oh yes. you know, you know. No. He, he didn't fill out his absentee ballot <laughs> for the midterms in, in 2010. <laughs> Fuck that guy. You know? So many deal breakers. <laughs> yeah, right. All deal breakers. I fear the end of conversations. That's the thing. It's just, like, all... God, and, but like so if, I don't know. <laughs> so... True. I what? I'm bad at what? goodbyes. I'm good at hellos. I'm bad at goodbyes. No, exactly. You can elaborate because it's so true. But he, but the thing is with Naomi, it's like, well, we can argue, but I know that there's there's no. I mean, LA moving here has Sorry. been a little different. How do you fear conversation? No, 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 I fear the, the, the end, end of, of conversation. conversation. I was to explain that because I'm really confused. Oh, well, yeah. just like the pressure. Like, you how does do, this you end? You want to do it? Let's do it. Sh- oh, yeah. Andy, can you... Can you rub my feet? No, wait. I'm that's, sorry. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel like oh, you wait, 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 wait. I think Ellie, I think Ellie guys, was trying to trick me into listen, rubbing his feet. Wait, no, let, I let think us, he's got a boner right let's now. Do that's ro- what I think is Let's going do a role on. play the end of a conversation. Sure. Uh, um, Andy, anyway, so uh, I got I got to run, so um Okay, so do you want me do you want me to just call you oh, later? Well, I mean, or I I mean, I guess I could. You know, okay. I do this. I do the same thing. Okay. So, <laughs> so we the should. Beginning of relationships. Mm, no, he's no, saying, no. He's saying he fears. He like all co- like, like even not with door. Naomi. Not with Naomi. That's what I'm saying. You, right. you, yes, of course. Fearing conversations in awkward situations. Yeah, that's awkward. But no, like, no, but the you ending, never fear the, conversations I'm, ending with Naomi. I'm no, no. But You're, I'm talking about like end points. Period. Like the thing that the I, I, what I'm getting from Elliot and what what does strike fear into my soul is endings period death i mean i wake up in the middle of the night and go to mm. pee and something jumps into my head that goes uh you know uh there's only so many time more times you're gonna pee yeah before, wow. is it, before the end what is it about anxiety in the middle of the night it is i know you're at your most vulnerable you're not so heightened. You don't have your. You don't have your shields up. Every time I pee up. in the middle of the night, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna die. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna die tomorrow or today. I can't because you have get enough. Out of my you have head. enough stuff during the waking day to distract yourself from these thoughts. Yeah, and then when you wake up, 
they're just they're always there in the back yep. of your head anyway and it's just uh, uh it's like oh yeah. nothing standing in my way now of jumping yeah. into your consciousness yeah it goes right <laughs> through right there's so much he's grappling with yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> that's what keeps it fun yes. for us so death the end <laughs> of like man, um, and i are like i don't fear that I'm fine. <laughs> the end of conversations the end of the most fulfilling relationship in my life you know though those things do do um uh all of my like the energy in every cell, all the uh-huh. mitochondria are like <laughs> shivering with fear, right? Ooh, good mitochondria call out. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a question: Do you ever check in with yourself in non-stressful moments? When are those? No, no, no. About us, like, do you ever check? In? I'll tell you this. I guess I'll say through. I check in with myself periodically and go. Do I want to be in this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not in a dramatic, we're fighting with uh, this. See, this is why Andy I was scared. <laughs> he literally just passed out and died. But no, I think it's like, you know, in moments that are not heightened. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Alan. In moments that are not heightened, in moments that are not, you know, I'm so scared or you did a thing wrong. But literally being like, am I happy? Yeah. So it's a, that it's, it's in a moment of stress, it's part of I being, can remember. It's part yeah. of being present in a situation, understanding that you have zero control of how things will end or how things will go or what happens next week. <laughs> and, and, and literally and all you can do is be like what you said. I don't like you today because it's about the moment. It's about right now. It doesn't mean you control not liking you tomorrow or the next week or the next week. It's just about right now. And that is petrifying to me yeah. and petrifying to Andy <laughs> yeah. that it could all end in a second. Literally terrifying. Let me ask you guys one don't more get question cancer, because y'all. we could just. <laughs> <laughs> cancer I mean, helps. You guys are going to let it go. It helps you let it go. Let it go. Uh, what are those cancer middle of the night peas like? Ooh. Oh my God. I don't pee in the middle of the night. What are you Whoa, guys, 83? <laughs> <laughs> I drink a lot of lemonade before bed. So no, you don't pee in the middle of the night. I at never all? ever get up to go pee. <gasps> you nice. are so lucky. I never do. I literally have to cut off my fluid intake. Me too. Yes, yes absolutely. Make sure no. I don't wake up to pee. I pee, absolutely. I pee before I go to bed, and I pee when I wake up. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Wow, that's free. You're free. Speaking yeah, of the but are okay. you hydrated? Yes. <laughs> yes. Speaking of the middle of the night, this is an important question because it's important to all couples uh-huh. and groups. How did you find your balance? Sleeping together. I mean, physically sleeping together. What is that like well, for oh you Oh my guys? God, this is our journey. Tell the truth. Well, <laughs> I, but this isn't about you necessarily. No, I know, but... But this is, I do, I, I found, it, it differs depending on what the location is, New York or LA. Accepting la- the lack of balance. But I, I get, uh, I go on the couch and I fall asleep there first. Uh-huh. Watching, Every night. Yeah, watching Most Chuck. <laughs> Pushing Daisies or New Girl. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Those are one of my three. Those are one of my three shows that that, that like settle my heart down. Uh-huh. And then I go into the bedroom once I've like fallen asleep. I have a I put on a podcast in my ear. <laughs> what? What? That, it, that settles that settles me down. It's a multi prong approach. And this, then, this is like Michael Jackson taking all those yeah. drugs before he went to bed. This is insane. But it's nerdy podcasts. These are this is insane. Paul F. Tompkins, dead author. Paul F. Tompkins is his propofol. I could never fall asleep to Paul F. Tompkins. The Dead Authors podcast, where they're they're all characters. Okay. Because if it's if it's too, uh, I can't watch stuff that or listen to stuff that's going to give me too much anxiety. Wait, but how do you sleep what? together? Yeah, how do you sleep together? <laughs> She's already asleep by that. Well, point. Thing. I was going to say, no. so I'm like, well, how do you find your balance? I'm like, accepting the lack of balance. Let's yeah, say there, when you yeah. accept that. So basically, it wasn't always like this. Okay. But over, so you know, again, over eight <laughs> years, like, of course, before you live together, you're just like cuddles and isn't this so tender? Yes, yes. And then you was start it? living together. 
Of course. I mean, it's only like two nights a week. So it was like, let's be next to each other. And then, but you have always watched television to fall asleep. And I didn't. And then after a while. settle your mind? But then I got, but then I will say, Andy's always stayed up later than me. You also, I think a big part of it too is like, We've been together eight years, and we take turns having jobs. So mm-hmm. one person has to wake up at eight, yeah. and the other person yeah. doesn't. Yeah. So having that, like, to the point where I would say now even, when we do, like, if we both go to bed at the same time, I'm like, get up off me. Because uh, yeah. I'm so used to having my bed, yeah. the bed to myself yeah. even now. So you're not oh, a cuddler. I'm not a cuddler. Like I'm a, not a cuddler. Cuddling well, is an activity, not a means to getting to bed. Yeah. See, and this is kind of this. I think speaks to gay guys, or maybe just me. But <laughs> as a man who runs very warm, oh, uh, I right enjoy hot. the act of cuddling. But at a certain point, it's like get off of me. <laughs> yeah, I overheat uh, at night. I well, get it. A man who runs that. runs warm. Let's explain. You you need no comforters in the middle of winter. I could sleep under a tissue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and wow, like that. Wait, and Alan, you and Michael, what is your sleeping? Michael's an asshole in bed, but... Uh, Wait, what do you mean? He, he just you? He, yeah, he does. He, like, takes over the bed throughout the night. The tiny uh-huh. little Michael, like, takes over half the bed. And But, I mean, I fall asleep to TV. I, I like having TV on. And it's it's cute in that, like, I, I don't care that he's an asshole. And we both and we both go to bed at the same time. Do you we, cuddle? Let me tell you yeah, my cuddle. Let me well, tell you my favorite story. With Brent, Brent, I need to ask you this, too, because you Brent falls asleep on five pillows every single night. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is not a joke. My head, it's oh, really? This is for real. So I'm curious about when you've been in relationships, what this looks like for you to I, go to sleep. I don't like cuddling. I don't like skin contact. Uh, Very I romantic. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't like I don't skin like waking contact. up in the middle of the night and like my arm is falling asleep. I've, in fact, I've had <laughs> paralysis, violent freakouts because I'll wake up and I'll think that my arm is dead. Paralysis, right? And and your arm and it, doesn't just die. But I, I know, but like it's happened to like some meth heads a couple times. If you fall asleep, you're not a meth. Head. <laughs> I know, I know, but still, give uh, the guy some credit. Let, it's let the me, middle let me of the tell night. the story really quick, though. I think this is really cute. My dad told a story once where he said he woke up in the middle of the night. He said the cat, he was obviously sleeps with my mom. They share a bed. He said the cat had half of the bed. He said my mom had a third of the bed. And he's like, that means I had a sixth of the bed left. And he said to keep from falling off the bed, I had to balance myself using my arm on the nightstand. Oh, he's like, that's so how I slept last night. So I get that. I get that. Cats do so take funny. over the bed. Yeah. It's, uh, that's one thing about having, like, you know, Michael getting into the equation is that now Frazier will come and just walk all over Michael. Right. It's like that Michael's his buddy at yeah. night. They had just built it. That's See, when I'm in do. a relationship, Atticus is out. Yeah. yeah. He is gone. Really? Do you guys sleep with the cats? Nah. Well, we used to. There's two of them, right? Yeah. and we Their personalities be... have changed in L.A. I mean, to the point where we literally bought a, a king bed being like, the whole family can rest now. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good for you. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here. so great. Thank we you can guys. listen to you on the, ther- on the podcast, Couples Therapy. It's also a live show. Yes. First Saturday of the month. At the Virgil here in Los Angeles, you can check out uh, CouplesTherapyPod.com to get information, to get tickets. And y'all are on Twitter, Instagram. Naomi's on Twitter, at Blacktress. I'm on Twitter, at Andy Beckerman. You can get the show, Couples Therapy, on Twitter, at Naomi and Andy. We're on Instagram, at CouplesTherapyPod. So many ladies. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Bye. Bye. And another thing. How do you feel about Halloween? Are you into it? 
I think it's the best. I, I think. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa, whoa, I'm whoa, surprised. Whoa, whoa. What? I, I didn't think you would say it was the best. The oh, best. I, I, th- I love ghost stories. I love the t- the, the time of the, the time of year. Yeah. I love candy. But you yeah. never wear a costume. I don't dress up just because I. Uh, yeah, I always kind of want to find the right thing, and then I never do. And so, but so, but I'll go to parties. I get drunk. It's great. When's the last time you wore a costume, and what was it? Uh, Nurse Naughty in college. <laughs> What? In college, in college you haven't worn a bought, costume since college. Yeah, I bought this like ironic n- female nurse uniform, <gasps> and I wore wow. it to a party. Get the fuck! Like, like, yeah. like you showed skin. Uh, shoulder. I showed shoulder. Wow. Yeah. That's so amazing. Fun. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it was, it was, so uh, fun. if somebody forced you to go to wear a costume this year or any year since college and forced you, they said you cannot come out unless you wear a costume, what would yeah. you go as? Uh, I, I have always wanted to go as Dr. Robin Zazio. Mm-hmm. Who's that? The, who's, she's the licensed therapist from Hoarders, the yeah. show Hoarders. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. She yeah. always wore like pastel, like cashmere sweaters and like a white scarf. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> That's always been my go-to, although she's not like zeitgeisty anymore. Brent doing drag as Dr. Robin Zazio. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, you're, you've, I've, and as long as I've known you, you've been pretty into Halloween, oh, I've right? Always, I always loved Halloween. There was a period there where, uh, again, cancer, but there's a period there where <laughs> Um, cancer kind of fucked it up because sure. I was going through chemo during Halloween, and then wait, didn't you go as a baby when I you were did. doing chemo? <laughs> yeah, I did. It was it was one of the worst nights of my That's life, really but funny. I did. Yeah, and, and, and there's and a lot of stigma came from like Halloween because I I remember I went to Halloween horror nights once mm-hmm. during chemo against my doctor's <clears throat> orders uh, because I was like I have to celebrate Halloween. I want to be normal, and then I got super 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 sick oh. to the point where like I had to be quarantined, wear masks, and like the oh, whole thing. Wow. So like the couple years after uh, chemo, Halloween sucked, and even now thinking about it, it like makes me really sad. But it was like it was a really depressing time for me. Yeah. Um, and then the past couple of years, I kind of just fucked it and just wanted to be a back in Halloween spirit. What were you and, dressed as last year? Um, I don't think, I don't remember last year. I don't remember yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what I was last year. My favorite Halloween costume I've ever had is Julia Child. I was Julia Child. <sighs> oh, and that's I was, great. It was a great, great costume. <laughs> um, but this year I am going to be a few things. I'm going to be Fran Drescher from The Nanny. Mm-hmm. That's my main costume. But then I'm also <laughs> going to be, Michael and I are going to have a themed costume and he's going to be Danny DeVito and I'm going to be Rhea, per- Rhea Perlman <laughs> from the film <laughs> Matilda. Same, same costume. Oh, from really the funny. film Matilda. Um, Elliot, you were Aaron Neville once, right? I was Aaron Neville once. And you had like yeah. a big ass wart? Yes, I put a big ass wart on my face. <laughs> and, uh, no, don't even think for a second that there was any type of blackface. I would no, never. Yeah. I just wore uh, a big ass wart made of like facial clay, <laughs> long, yeah, long like dangling earrings, a disgusting Kangol cap, and then like a really, really, really a bizarrely tight leopard print yeah. shirt. That's and how then, he like, dresses. Yes, he's so. He Wait. actually dresses like Fran Drescher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? What? Do you like Halloween? Um, I don't think I've never gotten the vibe yeah, that you I like kinda, dressing up or. We've been together the last few Halloween. Last year we were together. What parties. was I? I wore something ridiculous. I wish I could remember, and I don't. Yeah, I was I don't. Richard. What's your Simmons least favorite candy? Or my favorite. least favorite candy? Yeah. Let's go least favorite. Ooh, milk duds. I, milk duds are disgusting. Dots, yeah. milk duds. Fucking dots are suck. Trash. Bullshit candy. Yeah. No, I think the grossest candy is probably those gnarly like moo. They're like moo or milk cows or something. They're like caramel with like a ye- a white center. It's oh, like milk. Kind of like those. Oh, I love those. those Wait, disgusting. what's your favorite? Well, I mean, Ooh. my favorite would have to be some sort of dark chocolate cat Kit Kat. 
That's the best. Dark, dark chocolate, chocolate Kit, Kat. Kit Kat. Bougie bitch. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> no one is Mounds. giving out. Oh, Mounds too. No, no Mounds is, too. No Mounds one is giving out dark chocolate. Like, you want a dark chocolate Kit Kat, little well, girl? Well, if you want my real trash answer, I absolutely love those disgusting pumpkin mallow. Mal- they're not. It's like candy corn, but a pumpkin. It's oh, yeah. like oh, mal- I love those. I yeah. love mallows those. Yeah. or something. I actually think candy corn's delicious. Candy, candy corn, corn is, is great. Absolutely we, have delicious. A big, we have a big bowl of it in the apartment right now. It's the best. Right, do you want to know something? I'll say this real quick. Wait, mine's something Reese's really peanut, funny. Peanut, peanut butter cups. I, oh, that's good. Anything Reese's. And what's your favorite candy? Mounds. Yeah, Mounds no, is mounds. great. Mounds yeah. is great. So my dad loves Halloween, but also my dad is like sort of a, a brainiac scientist. So I discovered a few years back that my dad loves Halloween so much, he actually creates statistics for how many trick-or-treaters come to the door every oh year. Oh, my God. And he manipulates variables between the years so that more trick-or-treaters will come to the house. Wow. And I found the page. <laughs> Wait, I swear my- to God. He wrote, this is like his own, it's like a page of statistics. He goes, this year's numbers, let's see, wait, no. This year's numbers of trick-or-treaters is 34. The histogram at the on the right suggests there's a 33% chance, one in three, of getting between 30 and 40 trick-or-treaters per year. How can we improve and pod that? Wow. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. I have a question. <clears throat> who's that for? Himself. Him. He so loves he? he loves Halloween more than any holiday in the world, <laughs> and he loves like kids getting dressed up. He thinks it's just cute and fun and and like sweet. So when we moved to our new house, like in 1996, there's almost no trick or treaters there. Like the best year is like 30, and so he's always. And then one year there was like five. He's like, I'm never celebrating again. <laughs> and and so he's John. always trying to like put up lights or put up a display or give out big candy bars so that more kids come. That's pretty amazing. Do you guys <laughs> like Halloween ridiculous. movies, like horror movies? No. Yeah, I know. You, oh, I you, do. Okay. No, I yeah. love them. I Halloween's do. my favorite. Yeah, they're fun. I like it's, horror films. Yeah, I love horror films. I either like really intense documentaries or the dumbest horror movies. Yeah. I have, I have one last question, and this is basically for me, but what was like the cutest costume you ever wore as a kid? Uh, like, what's the cutest you looked? Um... I don't know. There was one year where my it was the first year my stepmom was like in the Halloween thing and we hated her mm. and I was dressed as a clown but I was super 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 sick and she was a ridiculous woman who um she wore like a fur coat and we were going to go out trick or treating and I was <laughs> sitting on her lap in the front of the car and I threw up all over her fur coat oh, like no. all over it. And my outfit, that was probably the cutest moment. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween. I think I looked the cutest when I was as, went as Where's Waldo because oh. I already had like humongous glasses, glasses a humongous head, right. and it just, it just worked. Filled with anxiety. Yeah. And Brent? I can't remember. Nothing? I've, I've got nothing. At some point, somebody must have dressed you up like a little Greek god. <laughs> <laughs> that I want to see. What's your mom's maiden name again? Lawless. It's actually her name. She never changed her name. <gasps> I love the Greek part of Brent <laughs> that he never lets me <laughs> into. <laughs> what would your aunt say? Brent, what would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's podcast? She'd say, how come you're never in a relationship? Is it because you tell everyone you date that I'm a Republican? Well, that's true. And it's true. <laughs> yeah. That could it be true. true. Uh, Alan, uh... Aunt Anne? Yeah, my Aunt Anne would say, I'm with you. I never trust any woman that that thin. Taylor Swift, don't trust her. She's too thin. <laughs> She's right. I know my Aunt Joanne would say, who's P. Duty?" Uh, and I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I came up with that. Well, for your making worse, thanks for listening. I'm Elliot Glazer. I am... 
Brent Sullivan. And I am H. Allen Scott doing Brent Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> With papers. <laughs> 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 <laughs>